Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Post. I'm your host, Jordan Abdul. Unfortunately, uh, Dags isn't going to be with us for this episode. He's gone out on loan to Featherstone, as you all know, so the show must go on and hopefully I can get by without him. But we do have two really special guests. It's two of our new signings for this year and pretty much half our salary cap. So we've got Albert Vette and Brad Takarang. Cheer about that. Cheer about just to start off with, like I do with everybody, we'll just take it back to how you first started playing rugby. So, fire away, Al, do you just lead us off? How did your career start? Um, yeah, so I started, um, I grew up playing rugby um, till I left school. Uh, and then I joined um, the Junior Warriors and then came through the Warriors system there. Uh, then made my debut in 2015, um, played some first grade there, then uh, went to Melbourne, played a couple of games there and then yeah, did me there. Well, speaking when when he had Skidzy on a few months ago, he was saying like he didn't even get through the the Warriors setup. He ended up moving to Oz when he was younger. Was it tough to like get into the New Zealand Warriors program or? Um, yeah, it was. Um, uh, like uh, my first game of rugby league was like 2012, so um, I had to learn the whole game. Um, I was pretty naive when I was younger. I thought. Um, rugby league was pretty easy. Uh, then when I started playing, I realised very quickly how hard it, how hard the game is. And um, I don't know I got a pretty simple job in the middle, um, so just try to learn that as best as I could and got lucky. Um, came through that under twenty system, and we had a pretty good team back back then. And um, yeah, sort of. What about you, Marky? How, how did you start? Oh, money? Elvis already gone. Yeah. How did you Not, come what was the question? What? How did you start? <laughs> <laughs> when did you start playing footy? Did you, how did you start? Yeah, how did you come about playing rugby? You know, what mm. got you into it? Um, oh, I, I started when I was like little. I was like eight when I started. Um, he was the size when he was eight too. Yeah. Went to Endeavour <laughs> Sports High School, which is like this one of the number one sports schools in uh, in Australia, I reckon. Yeah. Um, went there for the last three years of my schooling, and just went from there. Something I always wanted to do. Um, something I enjoyed doing, and yeah. So obviously you both played for a couple of different NRL clubs. Like, was there a big difference between the setups at you know the different clubs you've been at? I was all sort of like consistent throughout the full league. Like everybody had the same principles and all stuff like that. Obviously, when I've been at a few teams in Super League, everything's different. Like one team likes to do one thing, the other team completely dismissed that. I'm just wondering, like, is it the same back home? Any any one of you can just fire off. Yeah, no, nah, different for sure. Um, every team have different systems. Um, coaches have different opinions, different you know game methods, or whatever you want to call it. So um, every team was different that I've been. In, um, but I learned a heap at every club that I was at. Every so one. Yeah. definitely like like the player I am today, I wouldn't be if I wasn't at Roosters, um, Titans, or, or Parry. Now I've learned something from every club, every coach I've had has been really good. So I, th- yeah. I think one thing is like. People like to be like one club people, but like you say, sometimes you miss out on the learning mm-hmm. because you sort of get comfy. And if you're just working with one coach all the time, that's it. That's all you learn. You just plateau there, don't you? Yeah, I think you need to yeah. get yourself out there and see what other parts mm-hmm. of the game other people like to invest in. Like, were you with Melbourne? Like, what was yeah. that like, Al? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, well, when I was at the Warriors, when I first um, come in to make my debut and stuff, we were struggling. Like, we struggled. F- 15, 16, um, even like 17, 2017 as well. So um, then I was sort of 
I got to a point where I was like, oh, do I just stay here and just sort of um, keep trying to um, win or keep trying to be better? Um, obviously struggling on the field to um, to get the, the wins and um, with our sport, it's all about, you know, yes. winning. It's a performance. Yeah, it's a performance base and you're judged on how many wins you get. So I thought um, to take that leap of, you know, trying to better myself and um, go see what else was there. And then, yeah, that opportunity at Melbourne came up. Um, and obviously comparing the two, um, one had a formula to win and one was sort of still finding its way, um, if that sort of makes sense. So sort of going there and seeing their setup, what they do, how consistent they are with doing the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, just a lot of repetition of um, obviously what works for them. And then um, people come in and you just buy into what's what everyone else is doing, yep. um, the system that you get Did you find it easy to transition into a successful team because, like you say, the yeah. standards are already there, so yeah. you're going there just to mm. do what they do rather yeah. than coming to sort of try yeah. and change the way everything is? Yes and no. Like, um, I mean, they're a pretty hard player to try and replicate. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, our forward pack and our bench was like, or had played international at some point. Yeah, so it was, yeah, it was a pretty, it's hard to sort of, replicate what they're doing but at the same time try to be your own player like you get picked in a team because you got certain strengths you know so um it was oh, for me i found it um you know challenging to find the balance of you know like why did i get picked to come here um what's my strengths yeah. but at the same time they do this like this yeah. <laughs> so what can i bring to the yeah. team without and at the same yeah and at the same time to get into the team you got to do this <laughs> so the reserve grid back in nrl What's the standard like there? Like, obviously we have reserve grade and without being disrespectful, like the standard's just not good at all, but there's a lot of high quality players that play reserves every week in the NRL. Like, you two have played like a fair bit of that through your careers as well. So like, just what's the standard like compared to the NRL playing in reserve grade? Um, I think it's pretty high. Um, obviously only 17 players can play, but the squad's back home um, those 30 players have heaps of NRL experience. So the boys that aren't playing, you've got like experienced boys, you've got kids that are nipping at the butt to try and get in there. And that makes the standard really high. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you just think like, would you recommend like, I don't know, a, a Super League player who plays week in, week out, would it be worth him going over to the NRL just to maybe play reserve grade? Would it be worth that? Or would, he, would it be better off to stay in Super League when you're playing first grade? I think it depends on the player. If, yeah. Like if he wants to challenge himself to yeah. to try and crack it, and it's probably the hardest competition in the world. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Because it, the standards yeah. still there. I, I think um, for an opportunity and an experience like the work, like I reckon take, especially if you're still early on in your career, um, you know, it's like step out of your comfort zone and um, like Tucker's was saying, you pick up different things at different yeah. clubs. So. You know what you've been learning here could be different to what you pick up over there. So yeah. every place different, aren't they? I think. Mm. How did you both come about like coming over here? Like, obviously you came late on into pre-season, but was it more something you wanted to get off your bucket list, or was it more you wanted to play first team again? Um, yeah, I wanted to keep playing footy. Um, I was sort of at a bit of a crossroads between um, changing over and playing rugby union back in New Zealand, yep. or coming here and. I was kind of, I made the decision like sitting in quarantine at a hotel in New Zealand. So um, yeah, I was on like Zoom with my family saying like, I'm in an iron about um, the opportunity to come over here. And then, yeah, I spoke to Tony like halfway through the season last year and then hadn't heard from, I didn't want to sort of deal with it till the end of the year. 
Yeah. So that's sort of how it came about. For you, Tax, was it more something you really you wanted to do anyways, or was it more just you wanted to like prove yourself now you're coming to like the back end of your career that you've still can play? Um, yeah, for me is um yeah, probably that I reckon. Like the process I had a few NRL clubs that were keen, because um, I, I I reckon I could still play there easily. Um, yep. but the process itself was taking a long time. So over back home, once end of October finishes, um, like there's no more income. So I was probably for a couple of months there. Um, we've got three kids, we've got a family that I've got to provide for. So um, after Christmas and that sort of stuff, I was it was just taking too long. And speaking of tones, um, speaking of skids, um, like the, the opportunity itself was probably too good to turn down. Ching, yep. um, ching. And no. <laughs> And like, yeah, what Tone sold to me was that like, so when I f first signed Para, they were rebuilding. And if you see like the sort of power house that they are now, yeah. I've sort of been yeah. through all that mm. from the yeah. from my last six years of Para. So yeah. very similar to here, I, I, I believe that they're, you know, with a massive fan base, same to Para, like they're very passionate, they mm. love their footy. Uh, that's something I enjoy playing in front of the crowd and like, giving someone to entertain them with. So very similar to back home Para, like when I help rebuild the club and get some oops. Can you swear at this or not? Um, <laughs> get, some, get some success amongst the club and yeah. you know, hopefully get that this year. Yeah, yeah I, I that was sort of this. I was sort of the same lines as like Tony was like, you know, we like he's getting rid of a few players here and he wants to like the club should be here, but we're over here at the moment. I think I, I was on the block at the time then as well. Really? Yeah, I think I was. Is your name there. Jordan? Yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't mention that Jordan. Rings the bell. But yeah, he was that, and then who he said he was um, looking to get over here. Yeah. Um, the group of boys that were going to come over: Tuckers, Corbs, um, Hawley, and um, yeah, that was sort of like, you know, we could really do something special here with this team, um, and. Yeah, look, it's working at the moment, so let's keep it rolling. I think one thing, like, I've, I've had Skidzy and Corbs on here, and, you know, Skidzy came over with his missus, Corbin's come over by himself. You two have had to come with big families. Like, was it more, this is what I'm doing, you lot follow me, and then we'll go back home later on, or was it a big discussion on, like, did you have to persuade the missus, the kids, to do the big move, or... Was he just straight in your corner? Yeah, you do you, and we'll just be weird. And how hard uh, was it? Yeah, oh, it was pretty hard. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, like my eldest is nine, so they were sending to school. My my middle son was about to start school. Like he's done always prepping that. So yeah. we got a big family base. Like where oh, she comes, my missus comes from a big family. So there's seven um, seven of them siblings. So there's heaps of like little cousins for my. Yeah. For my kids and stuff so it was definitely hard not gonna lie about that um but we had to sell it to them that um i think they understand that oh, my missus understands that our career only lasts for a certain amount of time so yeah it's gonna be hard to leave our family behind that sort of stuff but in the short term we're gonna be able to travel the world like kids um kids my kids age back home wouldn't be able to say oh i've been to england or i've been to scotland or yeah. wherever it might be you know it's, it's a great opportunity and that was that's what we had to sort of sell to the kids was you'll be able to do a lot of traveling while like wherever they just good yeah yeah i think um yeah there's one point there i don't think i was gonna be <laughs> i was gonna get on the plane and sort of the later the visas got the longer i was missing training the more I was spending time with my family, I was just like, 
Freaking hell, like, do I really, like, my I, my son was just born and just before Christmas, so he was about three months, so I was thinking, and with COVID being so bad over here, I was like, is it even the right thing to, to bring him over and, like, you know, take that risk just because I want to play footy, you know, like, um, just because I want to work, like, um, so, yeah, sort of the same as Tucker's, like, I said to Whitney, um, my wife, like, when I grew up, I never left the country till I was about 18 or something. Wow. So um, for me to, for my kids to have that experience of living in a different country, we've lived in Melbourne now, yeah. um, you know, they can say that they've lived in England and the UK. Um, my daughter wants to see Buckingham Palace. So <laughs> yeah, so just selling, just, just selling that to them about, you know, like, um, let's, let's go over there and just enjoy this experience and not try to think too much of home. Like, mm. I think that's one thing that, especially British fans think are, with some people from the NRL, they've just come here for a payday, that's it. But I don't think a lot of people realise what they're bringing with them and how much of a big move it actually is. Like, I played two games in Australia, like three years ago, and I was homesick after like a week. <laughs> like, I lo loved it, yeah. absolutely loved the place, and I'd go back, but, you, you get used to your comfort and you yeah. want to be around your family so yeah, yeah, I completely so, understand yeah. like never mind like two three years when you come yeah. at a time like it is tough yeah. to begin with isn't it but yeah, yeah. especially like my brother's having a, a kid um next month you yeah. know and it just you like miss out on those on those moments yeah. you know like he's that's his first like kid he's having yeah. and um you know I've only got one brother so you know we're pretty we're pretty close so you you miss out on those things so I guess that's what people don't really see. They sort of just see us as footy players at the moment, but yeah, we do we do have lives outside of footy. Oh yeah, 100%. <laughs> that was what I was going to lean into. Like, yeah, what what is the plan when you finish? Is it go back home? Have you got something in the pipeline that you're both interested in, or is it just going to be more see where the game takes you and then wing it after that? Uh, I think it's pretty important to sort of think of that stuff during your career. Yeah. Um, when you're how old are you? Twenty five. When you're 25, it's the last thing you're thinking of, really. Like, honestly, it's... I've just think, just think about oh, you just yeah, think yeah. that's the last thing you're thinking of, of, of. So, but for us, like, we've had heaps of good, like, um, well-being managers and that sort of people who always were pushing us, do courses, do courses. So over my time, I've ticked off, like, a lot of... I'm not sure if I'll use it, but I've got, like, a couple of courses in, like, PT. Um, I've done my youth work, I've done small business, like, just little... Um, yeah, so, like, you know, when I finish, I've got these bows that I can use... Yep. Um, I might not even use it. You never know. Like, or if you ever need to, then. No, if it's ever if I am, they do it. It's there. Um, you know, I reckon like maybe I might even stay in footy and maybe coaching or something like that, helping giving back to kids, that sort of thing. Um, just don't know. Just, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I did um, PE teaching when I was in New Zealand. Um, when I was in the other twenties, my parents were pretty big on me doing something else. Yeah. Um, they didn't really want me to just do footy. Um, they sort of just seen a lot of people. Um, in the past, sort of put all the eggs in one basket and then have nothing to fall back on. Um, and it's happening; it's still happening now um, with a lot of with a lot of footy players. So, um, yeah, I got a few things um, back home. Um, I sort of want to get into coaching slash like mentoring. Um, I see there's a lot of people um, from my youth back where I grew up that are like a lot more talented than me, like footy wise. So, but you just they just go off the rails a bit um they you know they fall off the the right path just not having that good support around them yeah it's like so. taka said in it it's the 
short career. It's not mm. yeah. what we do isn't something that sets you up for life. Like yeah, yeah we earn money to play sport, but yeah. as soon as you retire, that money stops, and yeah. you still need to yeah. find a way to provide for your family. Like yeah. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people understand like mm. some of the stuff we have to sort of get in place for after. Mm. It's not a 20-25 year career job with. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely something that I don't think we get credit for enough. We'll move on. I'm just going to literally quick fire questions, just a little bit about rugby, a little bit just normal life, just and it's personal to you too. And then after that, we'll move on to the teammates. So, first question Who's the hardest player you've ever had to tackle, in your opinion? It was just one pair you just got, I cannot tackle you. I got palmed in the face by a GI once and felt like a truck hit me. Mate, it was freaking ridiculous, honestly. Oh. oh probably Tamalolo? Yeah. Yeah. He's probably Yeah, I've put all my energy into smashing him and kill off I find like the bigger boys they're not too bad. It's like the RTS, the, the fast, Tedesco. Yeah, yeah. Mate, yeah, Tedesco yeah, yeah. is torture. Like yeah. he don't he just pushes off Spins, you too. So if you know, like unless yeah. you're in there hundred percent. Like he's pushing away, yeah. so like yeah. that's why he gets well, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I find like, like the young, like the little dudes heaps harder. Like yeah. they've got the feet, RTS, yes, Ponga, like um, Teddy. Can't get grips on Gwenny. Yeah. Kills me. <laughs> Absolutely kills me. Bit of a controversial question. Who's your worst coach or like most, <laughs> most difficult coach? Holy heck! Yeah, yeah. We're going down that line. Yeah, we're straight difficult in that coach. line. Yeah, I just, like doesn't necessarily have to be the worst coach, but who did you uh, find like the most difficult to get going with? It's like you can't be best mates with every coach. Like, which one did you think we're just not quite 100% where we need to be? Oh, I actually legitimately do not. <laughs> totally <in> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I, I haven't had one. He's been Honestly, I've learned. <laughs> I've learned from so much from all of them, man. I've, yeah. I'm, nah, I've got nothing. Honestly, nothing for that. Um. I don't know. Yeah, no, that, I'm probably the same. I really enjoyed it. I, Every coach has been yeah. so like so far different, but like, I've enjoyed it. I'm pretty like easy going, so yeah, yeah, I kind of get along with everyone. Right, so you love every coach you've ever had? Probably Coops, actually. Yeah, it's difficult. Everything's on oh, YouTube. He's on YouTube. <laughs> like, I could just go on YouTube. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's straight there. <laughs> <laughs> he's well, I think I've got a trainers and... It don't mean that they have to be like, Cooper, yeah. yeah. It's just difficult ones. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, Cooper. Yeah. I like that. Like you should have heard Albert when he was walking up. He, oops, oh, <laughs> Coops, man, he's fucking smashing me. Oh, wow. There you go. Yeah, it's all right. He's only early into his coaching career. Right? So he'll, he'll learn, eh? That's he'll it. Learn, things he'll things learn. take time. No. He'll learn to get the personality. And stuff. <laughs> he'll learn in the championship. Oh, oh, wow. You guys are sad. You guys that are sad. That was so. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna get blocked again on Thursday now. <laughs> You're getting <laughs> yeah, on Thursday. Nah, you won't watch this one. He'll be on YouTube. Yeah, he's just gonna tell me. Who was the one opposition back in the NRL that you just hated playing? Like you just, for whatever reason, just couldn't ever turn up against them. Like you just didn't enjoy nah, playing against them. Para, we had no success against them, mate. Like even we should, 2017, we should have beat him in the in the first semi. Yeah. But bloody Billy Slater chucked a dive, got a penalty, it cost us the game. Unbelievable. 
they went, on to, they went on to win the comp. Like, that was our chance. It's, it's chance. refreshing to see that you, you've got over it as well. <laughs> <laughs> You're not holding on to it. I was just speaking to one of the boys over here on the weekend. We'll think, like, we're reminiscing and we said, mate, Billy Slater cost us eight. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking about it, I swear. We could never um, freaking get them, man. I only went Origin. Origin, all their players are out and we'll smash them, but that yep. was, yeah. Um, mine was probably... Um, Probably the Sharks, eh? When every time I played the Sharks, whether I was at the Warriors or at the Storm. Um, so I was at one team. Yeah. They were just, they were just fuck. Um, especially when McInnes was playing. It was annoying. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 Who the hell is McInnes? <laughs> oh, Michael Innes. McInnes. Oh. Oh. Cameron McInnes. <laughs> 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 no, oh. McInnes. Ennis, he was he was annoying as like, right, he was and I was like, you yeah. couldn't like push him because he was like that small and like you would look like a bully. Like, Anyone yeah, with yeah, a head, yeah. he, oh. he, he would just people oh, with head just rub me the wrong way, and I just want to pull. Yeah, it off. Like, yeah, I just wanted to punch him, but <laughs> I'd get fine. Then he was good at his body. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was very good. Did you have any players that you really looked up to, like anyone who you like aspired to be like growing up, or was it just more? You just wanted to be yourself. Like for me, I remember when I was younger, I always used to watch Kevin Sinfield and be like, oh, "He's man. like realistically what I I want to play like." Is there anyone who you looked up to, or was it just? So you're gonna play 13 soon? Hey? He's playing. Yeah. That's what I, I know. I know. Are you gonna go back and? Uh, he, he tried that. I don't think he liked it. <laughs> um. Oh, I grew up playing rugby, so f for me, like I looked up to. Um, like a lot of rugby players so someone was like Jerome Kiner yep. he was like a rugby player played for All Blacks he's playing in France now but he was someone I really like looked up to and wanted to play like him he was like aggressive but he was like a good good guy so he was mine was Sonny and Benji loved them that's where the step came from. When he first came in, I think I would have been maybe 15, and I used to honestly just run down the park and just play two on two touch, and just, yeah. that's all we did. And then I got a growth spurt and just got like way bigger than the I was. The tall Benji. <laughs> the big Benji. And then it started being the big one. You were the one getting stoked. Yeah, yeah. We'll move on. We'll just ask a couple of questions now about the boys now so oh, yeah. feel free to say anything about them yeah. just quick quick fire questions who's the most in love with herself Mikey he just got back today too and I saw him in the mirror <laughs> <laughs> he's just got he's got that new tone did he what did he get I don't know he just your forever was it like two oh. fingers or something I don't know he, two fingers he's got like two like, hmm, like two fingers did you see it no oh well, well wait till you see that yeah, yeah. suppose he's in show us I've got bad tattoos and I don't think I have that I think um, Rowan Rowan's a bit in love with himself eh? Reckon, like, Reddit especially you know, now he's the <laughs> 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 what's that got to do with it what <laughs> <laughs> nah he's and he's playing good footy so he's a bit like you know he's like chesters out yeah. a bit there's not much of it yeah, but it's, uh, yeah I like, like that yeah I like cause he's, that, I'm in the locker room of me he's, he's Is he like starting to yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah actually you need to bring him back down anyway yeah so mm, right who's the most annoying we've had a very common theme when I asked this question who's the most annoying just an annoying team mate. Just... Muzz <laughs> wow no that's a new one <laughs> wow mate he is so annoying mate <laughs> 
don't mind Mugs because I, I can rattle him really easily. He's easily rattled, but it doesn't mean he's not annoying still. Yeah. Like, we'll be playing touch at, and he just turns into footy and, like, into full he, contact. He plays like a test star, doesn't he? Yeah. He's bad, yeah. Most annoying is Ethan for me. Ethan? Yeah. Wow. Ethan? Ethan. Who ones these? Yeah. He's, he, like mate, he grinds my who's ears. A, who's a common one? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. my god how did I forget about him yeah it's him <laughs> no, it, saying. yeah I knew it was everyone talked about Greg but yeah yeah Ethan's yeah the last couple of because we've been in rehab together so he's just fuck, he's just he really grinding my gears eh? Randall yeah <laughs> fucking Randall yeah. who's the most skillful or like goes under the radar for the skill guilty <laughs> <laughs> for a big man I for a big man he's pretty good you're oh. skillful but I haven't actually seen you train oh, oh wow <laughs> coming from the black hair oh. eight days off last week eight off last week unbelievable <laughs> I like that I like oh that. shit true you did do wow. that but three <laughs> oh, yeah, three yeah, days three off somehow <laughs> played three games in between <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, like for me I think Dean Athlete's really skillful. And yeah, Dean's like under the radar for his skills. No, Corbs' no lookers are pretty good. At oh, <laughs> oh, don't get me started. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, no, do you know who thinks he's good at? Like, who's got good? Who thinks he's got good skill? Like, Moz. Moz. Moz actually races mad, yeah. skill. Yeah, yeah. For me, I'm I'm up there in probably the top one. <laughs> For skill, <laughs> for a big man, like I'm probably up in the top like one in that. Top 1%, yeah, top one percent. Yeah, so that's yeah. Who's our greediest player? Greediest. Always eating. Like we could say you are because you're scrambling now. I mean, <laughs> greediest. Yeah, just like just always got food. Holly <coughs> eats a lot of food. Yeah. What greedy? Big, <coughs> what's that? Whoever eats the most. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's see, not, yeah, that's you're greedy in uh, in here in England is different to our greedy. Like greedy in Oz is like who hogs the ball. Yeah, yeah, who like right. doesn't that's pass like ball, it. That's like ball greedy. I'm about like food greedy. Oh. We can do ball greedy. We all know that. You, you. Nah, oh, we were thinking about you. Oh, so who oh, eats the most? Do you know what we call you? Do you know what we call you in the change rooms? No, do you know what we call you in the change rooms? You're a Fiji and sevens player. Yeah, I have a Fiji in a cross body. And I think you should play for Fiji in this in the World Cup. They need they need I've got, a. I've got no Fijian in me. It's frowned upon to try and represent a country that you've got no heritage in. Um, who eats greedy, the most? Who eats? Mine's Big Will. I always see Big Will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he loves Big his Will. Food. He eats a lot. Eh? Big, Big Will. Big Will. Yeah. Who's the weakest in gym? You're guilty again here, right? Yeah. I'd be the. I'm one of the top. <laughs> In the top one. <laughs> well, like, uh, I'm not the lie. weakest is probably Ethan A with that chest. Oh, yeah, 100%. And the, the yeah. And the he, he's come out, he's yeah. come out of rehab the other day. He thinks he's pumped up. He's got his shirt off. He walks in. <laughs> Minza just give it to him. Like, it was so slack. His, his chest goes in the more chest it does. It goes in. Yeah, it's like someone's stuff. punched the sternum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just oh, like he's dropped the dumbbell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, You're supposed to lift it, not, yeah, <laughs> not drop it. You're a chest crusher. <laughs> he did the drop sits wrong. Who's our worst trainer? You. Nah, no. Oh, like, what do you mean by worst? Like, like, who, who actually trains and is the worst at it? Like, you don't train, so you're like not in this yeah. <laughs> yeah, really yeah, yeah, he's captain's run Sakarangi. Yeah. <laughs> half a captain's run. Our shortest session of the week, you only do half. That's of the it. coach, mate. It's not me. <laughs> <It's laughs> I want to do it. 
That's a, that's his new name, eh? Captain's Run Takada. Captain Takada. Worst. Who's our worst trainer? That's sad. Like, no, no, it's, no. it's a couple. All right. Like, uh, and what 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 sense are we talking about? Like sloppy, skills, like bit of everything, skill. just like an overall like. Do you know good who's for a knock on? Oh, good for stars. a the, oh. the occasional. Oh, got me. Like knock ons and stuff. Oh, I can't think of any. Um. I just can't think of any. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Uh, who's good for a knock-on? No, you go. Yeah, you you have definitely got someone on your Yeah, you got someone. Who are you thinking of? Spit it out. No, well, you already said it. <laughs> well, why don't you say it then? I don't know. Well, there's a few. The but question? Tom's got an excuse because he's got contacts and like sometimes their contacts like slip. <laughs> Tom Warren's like, yeah, like he's... But you can let him off, you know, like... Yeah. Some guy's got good eyesight yeah. and they still drop the ball. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got the worst haircut, stroke, hairline? Mm-hmm. I reckon, honestly, you'd be up. Oh, nah, you wouldn't be up there because let's let's battle these off. He looks kind. Yeah, like, he looks I am not in denial about my hairline. Yeah, I embrace nah. man. No, nah. nah. uh, uh, I reckon you're in the top five. So yeah. I'll go to top five. Yeah, you're looking at Corbin. <laughs> Corbin's yeah. yeah. Kano's gone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <coughs> Crooksy has gone. Crooksy, yeah, he knows it too. Like he, it's a good little joke. He's he's, yeah, he's fighting he's, for yeah. Who was um, um, Ro Rowan? He, really, he's, bro? He's got a little fringe. He's only like twenty twenty one. Like that's, yeah, that's, that's going under the radar. That's, that's really bad, bro. He, he comes in his fringe now to to disguise yeah. how far back it's gone, bro. Really, Next bro? Time, tomorrow training, like that. check it out. Yeah. Mate, Lewis Johnson, he's, he's probably... He's finished. Yeah. Like. He's, <laughs> how old is he? 22 he, He's 22, he's isn't he? As well, he's young, yeah, hey. Yeah, he, 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 he can't is, be uh, that young and have that little patch at the he front. He keeps trying as well. Yeah. You know what got me the best, bro? When he come with spray paint on it. Spray paint on it. Anyone do that? Oh. I said no. Yeah. He started leaking when he was sweating. It was oh. sweating. Yeah. Because like, a great come up to me and he goes, he goes, do you know he spray? And I said, shut up, mate. Like, whatever. He goes, I'm not lying to you. Go and look in the next set. On the field, he had lost some black paint <laughs> dripping down his like down his fring. I said, mate, no. And I went close and touched it. It was paint. Oh. Yeah. So that's a top five. So he, yeah, yeah. he sprays his hair. Yeah. one because he tries to cover it all. Oh, he'd, he'd definitely be at the bottom. He's the top five. He's, he's, he's the, the top. top five. Yeah, yeah. easily. He's, he's the top, top of the top, top five. One. He's in the top one of the top five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, he's number one yeah. of the top of the bottom five. Worst haircuts. <laughs> this next one could be any of us three. Yeah. Who's right. got the worst rig? We have some bad rigs in our team. We got some bad rigs. Like we're not the leanest team by any stretch, <laughs> are we? Like it's scandalous that we've managed to win. Man, having a good rig's overrated. Yeah, it is. I'm actually happy. I'm quite happy with mine. <laughs> actually, you know what? The, the difference between so Hawley is the same weight as me, right? And that put me off a bit, you know. <laughs> it's Hawley, you know. Yeah. But he's a short. He's short as well. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is, I don't know because he puts me off a bit. But I'm I'm actually quite happy. <laughs> I'm a little bit overweight. <laughs> I'm two kilos overweight. But like, I think, I think my front, my, I can see abs when I'm yeah. in a mirror. When you're breathing intense, yeah. <laughs> nah, nah. Right angle, right light, I've got six. Yeah, same. <laughs> no, six. six. If, I turn, if I turn to the side, like, 
I'm, I'm going to give it to my back fat's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what I've been trying to do with a little bit of side curves, like curls. Just naturally curve your back now, yeah. That's it, so, yeah, I'm not happy with the back fat. Wales is quite a bad rig, like, deceptively bad rig. Crooksy. Crooksy, who? Rowan. Yeah. If you're a halfback, Greg, Greg's if you're a halfback, you need to be ripped Greg's all right. No, okay, no. Front rowers <laughs> can have a good <laughs> Which player's just never wrong? Like, we'll argue his corner. No matter what. Like, I know this is like, um, I'm waiting to see if we're on the same wavelength here. Yeah? yeah, this is 150% Medi percent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's funny. Yeah, the yeah. one where him and Tony were arguing about being onside. Was yeah. it that one? Yeah. And it, I'll speak, yeah, I'll Medis. I think it might be a Australian thing, eh? Just never wrong. Do you reckon? Yeah, I think it's good to see. I like it because normally you're all like in love with each other, right? It's nice no, but then Kendo's not like that, eh? Nah, it's just a Maddie thing then. Yeah, it's just Matt, yeah. Yeah, it's good as well, chill with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's our most professional? Um, most professional? Probably be Maddie. That's probably why he's going to Yeah, Drinks plenty of gluten free beer. He knows he's doing everything right. Yeah, he I ran like a 438 in the fucking Broncos, so he's yeah. yeah. Give it to Matty. Yeah. Yeah. Matty or Hawley. Hawley's pretty up there. Nah, give it to Matty. Yeah, nice. All right, that's it. Hectic. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, the boys. On, boys. And that's the end of this episode. Thanks for coming on, lads. Uh, hope you enjoyed it and had a little bit of a laugh. And thanks for everyone who's listening out there. And hope that you listen to the next episode.